0: Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset and mental health are you feeling tired or are you under stress are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed well I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years calm is the number one app for meditation relaxation and sleep With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10-minute meditation every day. 100-plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80-plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counselling sessions and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics including gratitude, happiness and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community, and pay respect to their elders past, present, and emerging. Hello, and thanks for joining me for episode number 32 of the Mindful Life podcast. In today's episode, I explore the idea of doing versus being. In today's world, many of us spend so much time doing and so little time just being, constant doing is fast paced. It's future oriented and it can increase stress levels. Joy is found in being. Being involves presence and slowing down, enjoying the moment. Being is more about quality time and less about clock watching. Being and presence encourages living in the now, decreasing stress and promoting happiness. So today I thought I'd have a bit of a chat about this idea of doing versus being. We spend so much of our life doing and so little of our life just being. Being is presence. Being is presence in the now. Anyone who knows spiritual teacher Eckhart Tolle's work will have heard of this idea of doing versus being. It's something that he refers to a lot in his works. He explores this idea that doing is generally future oriented and it's very directed by clock time. So in other words, we are on the clock and we are racing when we are engaged in the doing. So let's first uh, explore this a little bit, make a bit of a distinction between doing and being. Let's unpack it. So doing is when we are always undertaking tasks, often mundane, and doing is usually a means to an end. So we are very future-oriented. Being is when we are present in the now, full presence, enjoying this moment, giving 100% attention and presence to the moment we are in. Being is usually engaging in a pleasurable activity, something we enjoy. Children spend a lot of time just being. Playing is the best kind of being. It's us as parents who are often on our children's backs, demanding that they engage in the doing. Of course, there is no avoiding the doing. We all need to do the doing in this life. Unless, of course, we're living alone somewhere on an island with no responsibilities. Or, although, if this were the case, if we were alone on an island, we'd likely have to engage in some doing, such as collecting our food and firewood. But that kind of doing may be joyous. Um, and almost cross over into the being as if you were on an island alone, there wouldn't be much time pressure. So my point is in the modern world, there really is no escaping the doing. It's unavoidable. And isn't it funny living in a technology rich modern world where things are meant to be easier and less time consuming, we seem to be engaging in the doing more than ever before and we're more rushed and life is more chaotic and hectic than ever. We're always on our way to the next task, on our way to the next place. We are overcommitted, and we wear our busyness like a badge, almost like a status symbol. And women particularly are guilty of this. I've been there too. It's like in the modern world, it's just accepted or even demanded that women do it all. When I say to my clients who are mainly women, what is your self-care routine like? I often get told, what is self-care? I don't have time for self-care. I'm too busy with work, kids, family, and other responsibilities. So generally, joy is found in being. Some of us might enjoy the doing, but that is pretty rare. And I think that is because we we are always on the clock when we are doing. It's rush, rush, rush. We can, of course, inject moments of joy into our doing, For example, listening to our favorite music or a podcast whilst driving. A great example of engagement in just being is when we're on holiday, when on a trip we'll actually become more aware of our surroundings and actually just be in the now. Look at our surroundings, spend time with loved ones, and we will slow down. Clock time is far less important when we're away on holiday, away from our day to day life. And maybe this is why we enjoy being on holiday so much because we're not uh, pushed for time, we're not watching the clock, we get to slow down. So, a lot of my work is with children, and I hear from some of these kids that mum or dad is always. Too busy to do fun things with them. Mum's always telling them to hurry up or is growling because they're running late or because this, that, or the other hasn't been done. I've lived most of my life uh, and for a long time, most of my adult life, uh, I lived my life doing. Mornings were crazy. I had a long commute. Evenings were spent making dinner, lunches, cleaning up, or worse still, some nights I worked. But I got to a point where my health, my life in general, and my relationships were being negatively impacted. I began to burn out, and I was terribly unhappy. I felt like I was just doing the doing, uh, constantly chasing my tail just to pay the bills. Mornings were so rushed. Everyone was so miserable. Children were in childcare before sunup. We rarely took holidays, and I knew things had to change. So I kind of took stock of my life and and just tried to figure out where I could make some changes. I was lucky enough to have a partner who supported me in cutting back my work uh, and working for myself. I could choose when I worked. I began to prioritize myself and prioritize just being. And I cannot tell you how much this improved my health, my happiness, and of course the household in general. It really just. It just involves making a choice and committing to it. So, how does this constant doing affect our mental health? As I've just illustrated in my own experience, constant doing affected my well-being, um, and also a lot of my clients report uh, that they are under a lot of stress because, you know, all they do is go, 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 uh, spending so much time doing, working, family responsibilities. And not a lot of time just being, just focusing on themselves. So stress, chaos, the go, 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 the doing, it's often fast paced. It's future focused. It's clock focused. This can raise our cortisol levels. And cortisol is the stress hormone. And when our cortisol is elevated, we feel stressed. And at worst, we feel anxious. High stress impacts sleep and physical health. People become run down and lacking in motivation, and they become more susceptible to illness. So it's about finding balance. You know, I know we can't all just give up work. We all have commitments. Um, And as I said, we can't avoid doing the doing. But sometimes we need to commit to doing less. We need to learn to ask for help and not try and do everything ourselves. Learning to say no as well is really important. We can put ourselves first from time to time and we need to start doing this more often. Slowing down in general. The clock can be our enemy and and in so many ways, clock time creates anxiety for a lot of people. Some people are always on the clock, always racing. One of the first things I say to my clients who are living with anxiety is to slow down. Literally, just slow down the pace of their life. So set an intention to spend more time being, doing things that you enjoy, that promote relaxation and help you to slow down. If we can make the commitment to just be during some part of our day, sit and enjoy lunch instead of eating it on the run, in the car, or having a few bites between clients, or worse still, eating the baby's leftovers and calling that lunch. Yes, I've been there. I remember doing that when my kids were babies. Engage in conscious, mindful breathing whenever you can. Pausing, taking that breath. Take the time out for yourself to have a massage or take a walk. Spend some quality time with your child just playing. Drawing, Lego, puzzles, some sort of meaningful interaction. We do spend so much time doing with our children. Uh, Mornings are crazy, you know, do your teeth, eat your breakfast, do your hair. It's it's just go, go, go. And I think slowing down and making that effort to spend time just being with our children and enjoying them. As I said, I hear it often, mum and dad are too busy to play with me. So take a look at your day and do an inventory of how much was doing and how much was being. You will be very surprised and see where you can make some changes. See where you can begin to slow down and maybe let go of some of the things that you are doing uh, and try and inject some being into your day. Your mental health will uh, improve. Thanks for stopping by to listen to today's episode on doing versus being. It was inspired by my readings of Eckhart Tolle. As I said, he is all about living in the now and his work uh, heavily influences my work. I will put some links to his works in the show notes for those that are interested. So if you have learned something today or found it helpful, please feel free to share this episode. You never know. It just might help or even enlighten someone else. And if you are listening via a podcast that allows you to leave a review, please consider leaving a few words and hitting those stars. And until next time, may you have peace in your thoughts and your hearts and share it with others. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life Podcast with your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email Mindful Life Podcast at gmail.com.